0: Welcome to the Super Sentai Buddies. This is episode number one of the Eiffel Mini Force, the internet's best and only podcast dedicated to the show Mini Force. Every week, we watch an episode of the show and we share our thoughts with you, the listener. My name is producer Mark, and with me for the very first time is my co host and daughter Ivy. Ivy, how you doing today? How was your day?
1: It was amazing.
0: Since you've never been on the show before, why don't you tell our listeners, just a tiny bit about you.
1: I am eight years old. I turned eight on September 24th. I am in second grade. My favorite TV show is Pokemon. Um, and at school, my favorite thing to do is math.
0: Yeah, that's right. You are definitely more into math than you are reading. Although you do like reading, and we'll talk about that in a little bit when we talk about the five stars. So today, Ivy, we are going to watch Episodes 1 and 2 of Mini, Mini Force. Force. We're going to talk about that show a little. These episodes are called New Heroes and New Threat. But before we get into that, Ivy, shining in the heavens, there are five stars. What is our first star of the week?
1: I think the first star of the week is Ivy and Bean.
0: I, Ivy and Bean. Is that a thing about you?
1: No, it is
0: actually (laughs) a
1: book that just happens to have a character named Ivy. She does not look like me.
0: Okay. Is it a new book? How many of them are there?
1: There are nine, but, well, there's supposed to be ten, but the tenth one hasn't came out yet. So there are nine Ivy and Bean books, and I'm almost in the middle of my second Ivy and Bean book. Ivy and Bean are best friends? Although, they always, always, always somehow get into trouble. Like, they talk in class. One time they threw worms on Nancy, which is Bean's big sister. Oh. <laughs> and what actually landed in her mouth. Which that was kind of gross.
0: Kind of gross, yeah. <laughs> and you just finished the first one, right? And then started the second one
1: mm-hmm.
0: yesterday or today? Yeah. I remember when you finished it, you told me it might be your new favorite book.
1: Uh-huh. Part of it is because there's a character named Ivy in it. That's pretty cool. The second one is about... Well, I think the title would help you. The title is Ivy and Bean, the ghost that has to go. And the ghost that has to go is a ghost that's in the bathroom and that only some people can see if they really squint. Oh. Um... And then... So
0: are Ivy and Bean, is it kind of like a magical books? Like there are ghosts and things in them?
1: It depends. The last one wasn't... Well, it's sort of magic because Ivy wants to be a witch. And I do not want to be a witch, just so you know. Hey, Dad. What happens to be the second
0: star? The second star this week, Ivy, is something you and I did together maybe two weekends ago now. So last weekend I went to a concert in Philadelphia, and
1: the weekend before we went yurt camping, and we, that's the second star. That's right. right.
0: The second star is yurt camping, which we thought would be fun
1: because we were not expecting what happened, that's and very it turned true. out to be the best camping trip I've ever had in my life. So, do you
0: remember why we went yurt camping? How did this get started?
1: Well, we didn't go camping in the summer, and I was really hoping to go camping somehow. That's right. Mom had friends down, so we wanted to get out of the house because we didn't want to serve their girls' weekend.
0: Yeah, Mom was having a girls' weekend with some of her good friends, so you and I thought it'd be fun to look for something to go do together. So, when we were looking for things to do... We thought about going to a hotel or something. We thought it'd be more fun to go camping. Like you said, you've been wanting to go camping. We didn't manage to make it out this summer, but we decided pretty late to do it. So it was late enough in the year that we didn't really want to go tent camping. And Mm -hmm. all of the state parks around us that have cabins were already rented because we decided last minute that we were going to go camping. Yeah. But some of them had yurts available. So what is a yurt, I mean?
1: A yurt is like a tent house, and usually the heater works.
0: (laughs) Usually the heater works. So a yurt is like a big, sort of a single room, halfway between a tent and a cabin, right? Real thick canvas walls. Mm -hmm. It had a little refrigerator in it. It had some bunk beds in it. It had a very small table.
1: Yeah.
0: It did not have a sink, we found out, a little late.
1: And then right after we had figured out we had to go to the the family bathroom to actually wash our hands, we realized there was, like, a water pump outside our house, but no sink! So we had to get hand sanitizer.
0: Yes, that's right. You were very earnest about needing to get some hand sanitizer so we could keep our hands clean. Uh-huh.
1: It was just... Yeah!
0: So it was pretty neat. We got there. We brought our food with us. We brought some board games and card games to play together, we brought a book to read, we had some plans on Saturday to maybe go fishing, and we were going to go on a nature hike.
1: But there was one tiny problem with those things. Yeah,
0: what was our tiny, what was our first tiny problem?
1: Our first tiny problem, the yurt at night turned out to be 34 degrees.
0: Yeah, so we went on kind of the first really cold weekend of the year but that's okay, right? The yurt has a heater. It has a hole. It's got a thermostat. Yeah. It's got a big heater built in. It's a heated heated campsite.
1: So but, we thought, oh,
0: we'd be fine.
1: But our heater didn't work. We only had an extra heater, and it barely worked. I had a sleeping bag with me and a onesie. So I was luckily fine and warm.
0: Yeah, so our heater and our yurt... It was busted. It did not work. So you're right. All we had was a little space heater, and it got very, very cold. And thankfully, you brought some very thick pajamas, and you had a nice thick sleeping bag. But even you, when you woke up in the morning, were curled up in a tiny ball. (laughs) Because it got really, really, really cold inside that tent, didn't it? Uh Uh-huh. And the next morning...
1: We found out that we couldn't go on our nature hike because the park ranger got sick! And we found out last minute, right after we told the park office, we would only stay about until four o'clock, because it starts at like one o'clock and goes until like four o'clock.
0: Right. So we had initially planned to stay two nights, and when they told us they wouldn't be able to fix the heat and it was going to get even colder the next night, we said, okay, we're just going to stay for one night, but the next day we'll stay long enough to do the nature hike, and then the nature hike got canceled.
1: So we left early, and we got to go to my Aunt Ram and Uncle Rick. And in Shell's place.
0: That's right, yeah. So since we had a whole spare day and we weren't camping anymore, we were only about two hours from where my Aunt Robin and Uncle Rick live and my cousin Shell lives with them, their daughter. So it's your Aunt Shell Shell and your great Aunt Robin and great Uncle Rick. So we got to spend a surprise day with them, and it was really a lot of fun.
1: Uh Uh-huh. But definitely not what your camping was expected to be. Definitely not
0: what your camping was expected to be at all. I think we are going to have to try it again sometime, either when it's warmer and where we know for sure that the heater in the yurt works. What do you think?
1: (laughs) Yes, because I don't want to have to be huddled up in my sleeping bag with the onesie on again.
0: All right, Ivy, would you tell me what star number three is this week?
1: The book that we were reading together, named Spider-Gwen.
0: Yeah, so the actual title of this book is Ghost Spider, and it is a new Spider-Gwen comic. There are only two issues out so far, although I think issue three comes out, is this Monday? Is today Monday. Yes. So I think issue three comes out this Wednesday, so we'll have a new issue to read together.
1: I feel I can't remember what, but I think something else is happening on Wednesday.
0: Okay. So this is a new comic book. There's been a few uh, Spider-Gwen comics before, but this is a new title called Ghost Spider, and you and I have been kind of co-reading the books. And it's about Gwen Stacy, right? Spider-Gwen, the ghost spider. But what's the kind of, what's the hook of this story? What's going on?
1: Well, Spider-Gwen now can open portals to different worlds, Mm -hmm. different dimensions, I mean, and she goes through it to go to a school where pretty much only one person knows because she ends up going through one of her portals when she couldn't quite control it yet, and then ended up landing on his head.
0: That's true. Who's, who's that? What person?
1: Peter Parker.
0: Right. And Peter Parker teaches where she's going to school, right? Mm-hmm. So she has to be a superhero in her regular life, right? Mm-hmm. So why is she coming to our world to go to school?
1: Well, she doesn't exactly want everyone to know she's a super. Like, right. she needs a day off of pretty much only one person knowing she's a Super. super.
0: So she can kind of concentrate on her school and everything.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So what do you think of it so far? It's a pretty good book, right? Right. I really like the art in this book, too. It's, it's a very pretty book.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is a thing I'm interested in because I like Marvel comic books a lot. You tend to be more of a DC girl. Uh-huh. So I think you're, What maybe what's your favorite kind of superhero comic books?
1: My favorite kind of superhero comic books are DC superhero girls.
0: Yeah. And I think maybe because of the DC superhero girls especially, you've gotten into DC a lot more. So you know Supergirl, Wonder Woman.
1: Um, Batgirl, Bumblebee. Right.
0: Batman and Flash. Ivy. Poison Ivy, right? Yeah. Who is partially your namesake. One of the reasons we named you Ivy is because I also very much like Poison Ivy. (laughs) <laughs> so, you've always been more into the DC side of things. You know a lot of the DC heroes and a lot of the DC villains. I like Marvel Comics a little more. But Spider-Gwen, I think, is a is... series that we both like a lot. Yeah. And you got into Spider-Man because of...
1: I learned what it was, and I think Spider-Verse helped me like it more because... It was a bunch of spider man and Spider-Gwen who all came together into one dimension, and they had to all escape. Yeah. Well, except for the one that actually lived in that world.
0: That's right. And that was kind of... So Spider-Man is the sort of part of the Marvel Universe that you like, even though you're more of a DC girl. But here's a secret, which you already know. It's great to like comic books everywhere, huh? Uh Uh-huh. You read Spider-Man, you read some DC superhero girls, you've also read Hex-Vet... You've read Care Bears, which is published by a different company. So you read comic books all over.
1: Yeah, I think I read one Jasmine one. Oh yeah,
0: you read one of the Disney comics, that's right. Yeah, so you've read some IDW stuff, you've read some Boom stuff, you've read some indie stuff. So you don't have to just like one kind of comic, right?
1: Right. It's not like I have to just go on DC or just have to go on Hexbet. Although I did realize there's a new Hexbet coming out!
0: Oh man, okay. Ivy, would you like to know what the fourth star is this week? Yes, please. So, one of the things that you and me and Holly, your mom, like to do together a lot is play board games, right?
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And card games. We like card games, too.
1: Yeah.
0: We play a lot of family board games together. What would you say some of our favorites have been?
1: Probably Forbidden Island, which is this Four-star. Yeah,
0: Forbidden Island 9 is our four-star. What other games do we like to play together?
1: We like to play Long Cow, Trash Pandas, which is another one for Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to play Pirate's Cove, Catan Jr. Take to Ride,
0: Dungeon Roll we play together, Mega mm-hmm. Land, I think is one we like. Yeah. And this week, the fourth star is, like you said, Forbidden Island, which is a game that we've had for a while, but we only just decided to open up and start playing.
1: Yeah, because I've had memories of it. Mom doesn't really, but Dad's played it. Because
0: your grandpa and grandma like that game, so you've seen it played at their house before. But this is the first time we've played it together.
1: Yeah, I remember, I know you were playing that time. I think I was pretty young, and... I think you got the rock statue the time I watched you.
0: So we have just started playing this together as a family, maybe this week or within the last week. Yeah. What do you think of Forbidden Island?
1: I love it because every single card, like color or talent, I should say, has something that gives you an extra ability
0: So depending on what character you're playing, you have a different power. Is that what you mean? Yeah. And it's uh, it's not a long game, right? Right. But it's pretty interesting. I think there's just enough complexity that it doesn't get boring. Uh Uh-huh. And it's a fun one to get out when you only have a little bit of time to play, but you want to play something a little clever, right? Right. We also have Forbidden Desert waiting for us to try out, which we haven't yet. And there is a, I think, Forbidden Sky that we don't even own yet.
1: Forbidden Sky? I think that's what it's called. That sounds so fun!
0: So we've got some more good board games coming. And listeners, if you know any board games that you play with your kids or your nieces or nephews that you think would be fun for Ivy to play with me and Holly... Let us know. Reach out to us on Twitter. Share your cool kid board games with us. Okay, Ivy, what is star number five? The
1: Untitled Goose Game, which is its name.
0: Its name is Untitled Goose Game. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) What is the Untitled Goose Game?
1: The Untitled Goose Game is a goose game where you're trying to annoy people... But you have special missions to do, and some of them can be super hard. Like one of the missions was lock a boy in the phone booth by honking at him into the phone booth. But it doesn't booth. say
0: honking at him. It just says lock a boy in the phone booth, and you had to figure out how to trick him to go in there, uh-huh. right?
1: And then he called the person who owned like a TV shop, and I had to, the goose had to run in there, press the button, and we could watch TV. And that's what it said to do and we had to make the boy put on wrong glasses, break a broom, um, lock a lady in a garage. <laughs> yeah,
0: there are lots of it, it's an interesting game because it tells you what to do but it doesn't give you the specifics. So it's kind of a little bit like a puzzle game, right? Right. It's also really neat looking. I like the art style of the goose game. It's yeah. kind of simple but pretty. It's a nice game. Yeah. So, would you recommend the Untitled Goose Game for people to try out?
1: Yes! As long as you like to be sneaky. Yeah.
0: Because, <laughs> like, whenever
1: you steal something from the people, mm-hmm. you have to not either not let them see or um, be able to hide them somewhere where they can't find it. Because if you don't <laughs> do that then they'll just catch you and get it from you.
0: Okay, I think, Ivy, it is time for us to take a break. We're going to watch the episode, and we are going to come back and talk about it in just a minute. If you happen to want to follow along, Mini Force is on Netflix. You can go look it up. It's called Mini Force. You can watch episode one and two. Come back and rejoin us. We'll be right back. And we are back. That sure was a thing we just watched, Ivy.
1: <laughs> yes, it was.
0: Tell me a little bit about Mini Force. Before we get into that, actually, before we even get that far, tell me a little bit about your relationship with Power Rangers. Because normally this is a Super Sentai show about the Japanese version of Power Rangers. Today we're talking about Mini Force, and this is your first time on the show, so tell me just a little bit.
1: I like Power Rangers because there are lots of different versions. Although, personally, the Jungle version is my favorite because they have the best masks.
0: They have the best masks?
1: Uh-huh. Because, <laughs> well, the Jungle version and the Dinosaur version have the best masks.
0: So you've watched a lot of Power Rangers, right?
1: Yeah, I've watched almost every Power Ranger thing I could find.
0: And would you say your favorite so far is Jungle Force?
1: I would say... Uh, yeah, probably.
0: Okay. So, knowing that you like Power Rangers a lot, and this is a podcast that is about Super Sentai and Power Rangers-related things, when we knew Matt and Dave couldn't record this week, you've recently been watching a show called Mini Force on Netflix. And we thought it might be interesting to talk about an episode of that. Because Mini Force is a Korean tokusetsu program. Which means it shares a lot in common with Sentai and Power Rangers programs, right? And it's pretty new, it's only a few years old. So tell me a little bit about mini Force Before we start talking about the episode, just tell me a little bit about the show itself.
1: The show of mini Force is like Power Rangers, only it's animals, and they're tiny.
0: <laughs> they are tiny.
1: I think that's part of why it's called mini Force, because they're mini Power Rangers pretty much, only they're animals.
0: So what are they doing? Why do the mini-force exist? The show has a reason for it, right?
1: The reason is because there are defenseless animals and they organize this force called the mini-force to protect them, like the the strongest, the fastest, whoever can jump the highest, somebody with mystical magic.
0: So the mini-force is sort of... An animal defense team, right? And they've been around for, I think, a thousand years or something, the show says. What? I think that's what the theme song said, yeah. So there's been, a, I mean, not the same Rangers. There's new Rangers, I think, every few years.
1: Yeah, although, um, here's let's thing. In Miniforce and Miniforce X are, and then the movie Mini Force are all by one character, Switch.
0: Okay, so Mini Force X is like a follow-up program?
1: Mm-hmm. It's like a different... Yeah, series. it has I think it has like another cat that's like some sort of famous cat but nobody knows except for Volt. Okay. And then the other mini force is somebody named Ray, and then the last mini force is a bunny.
0: So let's get into this episode a little so we can talk specifically about these mini forces. The mini force episodes are only about 12 minutes long.
1: Yeah. 12 so, minutes and a couple seconds.
0: So we watched two of them to talk about today. And the first one is called New Heroes. And it's sort of our introduction to
1: the Mini, Mini Force.
0: Force. Right? And the very first scene of the very first episode introduces us to the four Mini Force Rangers. Do you want to tell me a little bit about them?
1: Well, Volt is the Blue Ranger. He comes. In the first scene, he runs behind, like, these villains and punches them. And then he goes, like, he acts like they're buddies and then goes, whoop, and spins them.
0: That's right. What is his specialty?
1: His specialty is speed. He runs like lightning. That's, I think, part of the reason his name is Volt. The Red Ranger is Sammy. He is known for his high jump. The Pink Ranger is named Lucy. Known for her mystical magic. The yellow ranger is named Max. Known for his strength.
0: So we have initially four rangers. A fast blue ranger, a high-jumping red ranger, a magic-using pink ranger.
1: Yeah, super defense skills pretty much.
0: Okay, and a very strong yellow ranger. Yep. And already we're seeing some similarities to power rangers, right?
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: So these little kind of rodenty forest animal things. Yeah. Jump into sort of
1: cars that turn into four spots.
0: Yeah, so they they kind of wear what amounts to a mech suit. So they're small animals and they jump into a power suit that makes them look like a Power Ranger, basically.
1: Yeah, that's probably around the size of a normal human would be their suits, because they're mini-force, and the mini-force would be below my knees, I think, or about my knee height.
0: That sounds right. And their mech suits are sort of like Transformers, so they both they look like Power Rangers, but they can also transform into cars.
1: And then that makes them... Like, you know how normal Power Rangers have, like, the suits they jump into sort of thing?
0: They're zords? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um, this is, like, they have force cars that transform into force bots, and they're, and instead of making them giant, like, force bots, like a two-story house, they make them around human size, Mm -hmm. because, I mean...
0: Because that would be giant for a forest animal. uh Uh-huh. Okay, so we learn in the kind of intro narration and theme song that these are the animal protectors whose job it is to take care of the weak and defenseless animals like you were talking about a minute ago. Mm -hmm. And we also see in this opening scene that they have special weapons, like force weapons, right?
1: Yeah, and then they can say, Transform! Force sword! Yeah. Or, like, Transform! Force bow! Force bow! Transform! Oh, yeah,
0: I was curious about that. So they have kind of a basic force weapon that can turn into a gun or a sword or a bow, is that right? Yeah. Okay, that's really cool. I think that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And they can also kind of combine the powers of those weapons oh, into no, well, one sort of mega weapon power, right?
1: It's called the force flesh, but it's only when they're in like those big suits they can do that okay. because um, Volt, the Blue Ranger has like something on the back of his Um, Four spots back, and Lucy, the pink ranger, has something on the front, and that's what they use for the four slashes. Okay. They can use either one.
0: So the little animals get into, they transform into kind of ranger-sized suits, and then those rangers can jump into, like, the big vehicles. Okay, so that's our opening scene. It kind of introduces us to the rangers. We get to understand a little bit of what's going on, and from there we cut to... A mysterious shot of kind of a sneaky villain, right? He's sitting at a big desk, he's got an evil laugh.
1: His name is Nine.
0: And is Nine the, like, the big bad guy, the boss of the whole season?
1: He's the boss of the bad guys.
0: Okay. We are going to meet some other sort of important bad guys soon. Yes. But he's the boss. And I think in this first episode, he's just learning that the mini-force exists, right? Yes.
1: Well, he's just... Yeah, he's just them that the Mini-Force exists. I'm not sure if it's just that Mini-Force or if he's seen another version of Mini-Force before.
0: Okay. And he builds sort of giant mech robots to go fight them. Yeah. And this is a lot like Power Rangers, right? Every season of Power Rangers, if it's... Like whoever the big bad guy is. The one that I watched was Rita Repulsa when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. every week she sends... A yeah. new bad guy to go fight the rangers.
1: Yeah, that's one of the ones I watch.
0: Mm-hmm. And so Nine, the bad guy, is kind of the head villain, and every week he's going to send these, what did you call them?
1: They're like these smaller mini-force-sized robots.
0: Right, they're kind of mm-hmm. like the putties.
1: Yeah, and then... Um, and
0: then there's one big bad guy per week. Yeah. And what are those called again?
1: They are called Megamons.
0: Okay, so the Megamons are the kind of the monster of the week. Yeah. And this week's episode, I think it's just called the Megamon or the Mechamon or whatever. I don't think it gets a special name, right? Future episodes may have like the Spider Megamon or whatever.
1: Yeah, one But this has, one's just called
0: the Megamon.
1: Yeah, one has a Trash Megamon and one has... Spider Megamon. One has a turtle Megamon.
0: Okay, so again, that's kind of a lot like Power Rangers, where there's a different monster of the week every week who's kind of the bad guy for that week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nine is building this Megamon that he thinks he's going to send out to defeat the Mini It does not go well, does it?
1: No. Through all the episodes I've watched, Nine never wins, which is pretty obvious because he's the bad
0: guy. Right. Before that showdown happens, we meet a human, which surprised me. I did not expect there to be... I did not expect this human to be in the show, so tell me about this person.
1: Susie is a human. Um, I can tell you how the mini force ended up living with her. That may be in the last episode, but I'll only tell you a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, because that doesn't come up in this episode, but I'm very curious, because what we find out is these four kind of superhero animals are living with a human almost like they're her pets. Uh-huh. At least that's how it felt in the first episode, and I was a little confused. So if you could give me, you don't have to give me the big story, but if you could give me a little bit of background, that would help.
1: Well, from the movie Mini Force they get sent out into a mission in mm-hmm. this town, and then they try to find a home, and they beg Susie to let them say, like, Susie, let us stay!
0: <laughs> and this town is Bluebell Village, right? It's kind of the home base of Miniforce. Yeah. And they live with her, and she knows that they can talk. Yeah. And in this episode, the very first time we meet Susie, she is making them dinner.
1: Yeah. But they're all dirty, and then Susie's like... Because they just got back from a fight. Yeah, and they're like... And Susie's like, stop right there when Bolt's about to stick his fork in his pancake. And she's like, don't you know if you eat with dirty hands, you'll get sick? Something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of almost like their mom in this beginning, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's she's pretty much the boss of mini force when they're not there.
0: Right. But while they're going to wash their hands, an emergency alarm goes off. Uh-huh. On their I think they're called their force gems, which are kind of their Yeah. Transform their
1: Transformer things and they alarm them and so the Power Rangers just see them. Right. They have a special alarm.
0: Like most Power Rangers have something like their watch or their belt that transforms them. Right? Yeah. In mini-force, it is their force gems that
1: transform them. I remember in the Jungle series, Mm -hmm. they have sunglasses, which is very, very strange.
0: Huh. So, the alarm goes off on their force gems, and they sort of jump into, I don't know, is it like secret slides in the house that take them down to their suits?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think it's, and then the... Whenever they go down, is it's like just a slide thing. And then whenever they get down, they all pop into these ball things with, like, seats that they can, I think they can sear. Yeah. And then there's just, like, this tunnel for them.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like they almost have a secret base underneath the house. And there's someone down there. He's not really there. He's talking to them on, like, a holograph projector. Yeah. Um, who is giving them a mission. He looked like an arctic fox or something, maybe?
1: I think he's in... He's a white cat, I think. Okay. Um, he is, like, one of the bosses of Mini
0: Force. I wondered who he was. He looked kind of like an older animal. So he's kind of, like, the director of Mini Force or something like that? Yeah. But, okay. like,
1: there are, in the movie, there are, like, lots of animals with moustaches, and they're, like, the committee, and he's, like, the whole leader.
0: He's uh, the leader. okay, okay. Got it. So they... Roll out, they get in their costumes, and as they're getting ready to go, the leader guy, the white cat... Yeah. ...tells them...
1: The white cat with the mustache tells them.
0: Something about how to beat the monster that they have to fight, but I can't remember Something
1: about nine, like, okay, here is the Megamon, and it doesn't really have a special power this time, it just... A giant Megamon.
0: Yeah, that's right. And it, like, shoots a laser beam out of its eye. Yeah. That's what it was. He tells him you have to attack the eye. That's its weak spot.
1: Uh-huh. And the eye is, like, right smack dab in the middle of where normal human's eyes would be.
0: Yeah. It's like a, like a cyclops. It's got one eye right in the middle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they go out to fight him, and they him. They transform into... The
1: mini-force! And it's
0: pretty cool. I have to say, their fighting scenes are pretty neat. Their costumes are pretty cool. It's a good look. I like the mini-force. Uh-huh. And when they get there, the mons? What are they called? The putties? Uh, Whatever those, like, henchmen robots are. Yeah. Are threatening some innocent-looking rabbits. Uh
1: Uh-huh. And they're like, no, no! No pops up like 20 times.
0: Right. And when the Megamon arrives, they summon their, what did you call them? The Force vehicles?
1: cars, and then they That's right. and what transform do they yell? into the force spots.
0: When the force cars show up, what do they yell? Force cars dispatch.
1: Yeah. Force cars dispatch! <laughs>
0: so the force cars are basically their zords. Right? Yeah. Like, they're kind of yeah. vehicle-themed zords.
1: And then they transform into four spots.
0: Yeah, so they're, they're zords, if we want to call them that. They're vehicles that serve two purposes. They're both actual vehicles, and they transform into kind of giant-sized uh, rangers. Very much like a program I used to watch called Transformers. Well, I don't know that you've watched very much Transformers. At any rate... They hop into their Zords, their Zords fight with the Megamon.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And at the very end of the battle, after doing all their attacks, they do the Force Slash, which goes in the middle of any Megamon's body, and it goes Slash! It makes a giant cut.
0: So the Force Slash is like their combo attack, right? Yeah.
1: And then, like, it starts to glow a little, then it gets brighter, 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 until it blows up the whole machine. Yep. But the light is
0: white. And the episode ends with Nine, the big bad guy boss, being very annoyed that the mecha, the Megabot got destroyed.
1: And then the Blue Ranger, he appears after, like, killing all of Nine's robots. And then he and Nine, right before the episode ends, stare at each other like...
0: Yeah, it looks like Volt, the Blue Ranger, has come to talk to Nine, which is surprising. But that's not really what happens. This is going to pick up at the start of the next episode, New Threat. And we find out that this is not the Blue Ranger, but it is in fact...
1: A new threat. Pascal, a lizard, retired forest Ranger, who gone to a prison, who broke out with, like, two hedgemen. They're both totes, and they emit, like, this poisonous gas.
0: Okay, so Pascal was a member of Miniforce in the past?
1: Yes, but he went bad and abandoned Miniforce. He didn't come back. He started to do bad deeds. He got in jail. He broke out. That stuff.
0: Okay, and so he is here with his two poisonous frog henchmen. It's Toad. Toad. His two poisonous Toad henchmen. And he tells Nine, like, hey, I can help you out. You want to beat the Mini Force? I want to beat the Mini Force. Let's team up.
1: Yeah. I think he said, let's join forces.
0: Yes, that sounds right. So, while this is going on, we see the mini-force back at their normal house in Bluebell Village. At Susie's. At Susie's, right. And Susie is talking to a new human character.
1: Named Louie, and that is her little brother, And she is chasing him because he doesn't want to clean, but it's his turn to
0: clean. And they decide to settle it with a race, which I thought meant they were going to race against each other.
1: But it actually meant the animals were going in these, like, remote control cars, I think. Not quite remote control, but, like, mini human cars. They went in and they and Bolt and Sammy raced.
0: So they each picked a mini Force Ranger to race for them. Who won?
1: Well, in the middle, they got an emergency dispatch call on their Force Gems, <laughs> so no, that's they're right. like, and Louie and Susie are like, uh, 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 "Hey, where are you going? Wait, we, we need to finish the race." What?
0: <laughs> and what did their leader tell them about this call?
1: That um, a former Mini Force Ranger had just escaped prison, something like that.
0: Yeah, he fills them in on the fact that Pascal and Nine have teamed up. And he says, Pascal is headed their way and they have to get out there and fight him.
1: Uh Uh-huh. But Pascal isn't the type for fighting until the very end. He instead just runs away and lets the Megamon attack whenever he shows up.
0: So this is where we learn that Pascal has the ability to make the Megamons grow giant, right?
1: Yeah. Well, not the Megamons, but oh, like... Oh, right. He made
0: one of his henchmen grow giant. Yeah, That's
1: right. It's not just his henchmen. Like, if he gets... I don't know, like an animal, and then they give it away to transform, sometimes they give them the power of darkness, and then they grow giant instead of nine having to make a Megamon.
0: Okay. So there's a bit of a showdown, and eventually... The mini-force jump into their... Oh, no, they haven't got into their force card yet. I'm sorry. Eventually, they try to combine their force weapons and shoot at Pascal. But he just blocks them all. He's, like, spinning his staff around and deflecting their shots.
1: And then the moment after that, he teleports him and his hedgeman. And the Megamon shows up by going like this.
0: <laughs> That's right. yeah. <laughs> So the mini-force get into the force cars.
1: Yep. And they say, force cards, dispatch! Which I love to say.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's a good henching call. I like that very much. And ultimately, they end up teaming up. They beat the Megamon. And, and
1: that's pretty much the end. That is
0: kind of the end. Pascal retreats. He says, oh, you're stronger than I expected. I'm going to have to think about this. And then he retreats, and we know they're going to see him again, right? Right. So that's the end of episode two. That's going to be the end of our episode today. Here in a minute, but I wanted to take just a second to ask a couple of final questions because this is the first time I've watched Mini Force. There's a lot of things in common with Power Rangers, with Super Sentai. It's definitely a tokusatsu program. One of the things that surprised me, and it's only because I watch a, a lot more Super Sentai, is I'm used to the Red Ranger being the leader. And of course, this isn't a Super Sentai program, but in my head, the Red Ranger's the leader in anyway, it. But that's not the case for Mini Force.
1: Mini Force, the Blue Ranger, is in charge, but we really feel like Sammy, the Red Ranger, should be in charge. He
0: does. Doesn't he feel kind of like the leader? Yeah. But he's not. Blue Ranger's in charge. But we see some familiar tropes. The girl is the Pink Ranger. Yeah. And she's kind of a defensive specialist.
1: Yeah. And. The Yellow Ranger goes sort of back and forth depending on what series of Power Rangers or many fights you watch, mm-hmm. but in this one it's boy.
0: And this one it's a boy and he's kind of a big, bear. strong, fighty...
1: Yeah, we think he's some sort of like miniature bear or bear cub, something like that.
0: But his style is, it's like a lot of Yellow Rangers. He's a big, strong, jolly guy. He's happy. The... Red Ranger's kind of gruff and serious and always focused on the mission. So another question I'm curious about. A lot of times in Super Sentai, vehicles will slowly scale up. So they'll initially have their Zords, and then they'll combine them into, like, Double Zords or Mega Zords? Does that happen eventually in Mini Force? Like, do they all combine into one giant robot?
1: Yes, yeah, sometimes. Most of the time, they combine into two. But later on in the season, they find out they can combine all together, all four Mini Force in one.
0: Okay, yep, that's what I would expect. And one more question I had, just because I've watched a lot of these shows and I want to know if it happens in Mini Force, is there eventually a mysterious fifth Ranger that joins the team?
1: There are rangers that sort of go in and out, like helper rangers that don't nice. only come if, like, the power rangers are almost, like, they're knocked out, or they really need help. Like, some of their swords are, like, frozen, they won't move, or...
0: So you have watched all of Mini force that's available so far. Yep. How would you compare it, on the whole, to power rangers programs?
1: Um... Is it good? Yeah, it's... Pretty much the same, only they're animals, and there are less because usually they start out with five or three.
0: Okay, but Mega Force, you're saying there's less Rangers on the whole.
1: Mini Force. Mini
0: Force. Mini Force. Sorry.
1: Mega Force is pretty much the opposite. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> but it's a good show. You like it. You think it's on par with like a Power Rangers program? Yeah. You would recommend it for people if they like Power Rangers, they might like Mini Force.
1: Uh huh. Cool.
0: All right. Well, I think, Ivy, that is going to do it for another episode of the Eiffel Mini Force. Before we finish up here, I would like to remind the listeners that they can email this show at SuperSentaiBrothers at gmail.com. If you want to get any updates on future episodes or if you want to check out the things that Matt and Dave, the usual hosts, are up to, you can follow us on Twitter at bros. If you like the show, remember that shining in the iTunes review section, there are five stars. Rate and review us on iTunes or on whatever platform you use to listen. It really helps new people find the show. The Super Sentai Buddies are a production of Retrograde Orbit Radio. And once again, we are the Super Sentai Buddies. I'm producer Mark. I'm Ivy. And we'll see you next week for the greatest show on Earth.
1: Great job. Great job. Great job. <laughs>